Hello everyone, welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us and you get to continue in this series. This is your first time joining us. We encourage you to um, subscribe, to follow us up on this series. You can go back and download the other episodes. You can share, you can listen with friends and family. You can share to your groups and to all of your social media space, the ones that of course, the laws of those groups permit you so that it doesn't become a nuisance. We are looking at seeking after God, and this is episode 13. Um, another episode, I will be done with this series. Before we end, I want to reiterate the importance of obedience in seeking after God, in seeking God intelligently, in seeking God according to His will. The Bible says that sometimes we don't receive from God because we do not ask. And even when we ask, we ask amiss because we are not praying or we are not asking according to His will. So it's very important to seek God with intelligence, not to seek God only with our hearts, that's emotion, but also seek God with our minds. No wonder God says in Isaiah chapter 1, Come, let us reason together because our God is a God of reason. And in seeking him, he says, you cannot seek me, you cannot follow me if you are not willing to allow me to be your instructor, to be your teacher. And God's instructions are found in the Ten Commandments, are found in the scripture. But there are so many people who believe that the Ten Commandments have been nailed to the cross. They believe that Jesus established a new commandment system. And that is to love God and to love mankind or your neighbor as you love yourself. Many often hold this position in order to discredit the fault of the Ten Commandments. Just that, and that's why they say God has nailed it today, because because of the fourth commandment, that's the problem. Yet the scriptures record something entirely different from what they claim. And it would do us good if we would, we would just read the Bible for ourselves. The Bible says in Psalm 111, verse 7 and verse 8, The word works of his hands are verity and judgment, and all his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever. Friends, if God, if God has nailed his commandments to the cross, then this Bible text, the book of Psalms indeed, itself, entirely should be removed from the Bible because it's not true. Psalms will become... A, a, a contradictory book because the book of Psalms kept on speaking of the everlasting nature of God's commandment. It says they stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. Even the statement of Jesus like, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. We need to remove it from the Bible because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 that the heaven and earth pass away. Not one jot or one tittle shall in any wise pass from the law. And heaven and earth has not passed away. And he says, woe unto those who will teach men to do so, who will remove anything from the laws of God. Say those persons will be the least in the kingdom of heaven. You can go and read it for yourself. You see, um, in love and with a desire to elevate and ennoble us, God provided for us a standard of obedience, a way that we can breach the gap. In, 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 in this world that is so plagued with unrighteousness, in awful majesty and thunderings and lightnings, God proclaimed from Mount Sinai his ten holy precepts 
and, and this law reveals the whole duty of the human family. The first four precepts defines our duty to God, or the first five actually, and the last five defines our duty to man. The first five, you know, obedience, having no other God but God, not making graven image, not using the name of the Lord in vain, remembering the Sabbath to keep it holy, honoring our father and our mother, our parents, because God is our first parent, so I take it that the first five has to do with divinity, and the last five has to do with our duty to man, like not killing them, not stealing from them, not committing adultery, not bearing false witness, not converting what does not belong to you. The law of God is a revelation of His will, it's a transcript of His character. And it endures forever. In fact, Psalm 119 verse 89 says that um, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Not a jot or a title has been changed from God's commandment. As a faithful witness, it stands forever. That friends will be in error to think that by human will, alone that we can keep these laws even if we do by human will we become like the pharisees for our righteousness is nothing but a filthy rag it's not it's not obedience that takes us to heaven but without obedience you cannot stay there you cannot be there because obedience is a fruit of a life that has been regenerated by the holy spirit do you understand that you see, you cannot keep the law of God by your human strength and keep it faithfully. We must obtain, otherwise you just become a legalist or a moralist. But it's not moralist or legalist that God wants to take to heaven. It's those who have surrendered their life, who have been transformed by the saving grace of Christ's death, resurrection, and ministration in heaven. Friends, by grace alone are we saved. And through the grace of Christ, we will be enabled to render obedience to the father's law because if we love the son we would obey the father just like the son obeyed the father you know daniel was shown that the antichrist will attempt to change times and laws of god in daniel 7 verse 25 and one of such ways that he has attempted to do so is by leading many to corrupt the fourth commandment which brings to view the living God. Satan led on his representatives to change the Sabbath and alter the only commandment of the ten which brings to view the very nature of God, the maker of the heaven and the earth. You know, Satan presented before them the glorious resurrection of Jesus and made it a counterfeit and told them that by Jesus' resurrection on the first day of the week, Jesus had changed the Sabbath from the seventh day to the first day of the week. But this has no biblical footing or whatever. The Bible is very clear that the seventh day of the week is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. Exodus 20 verse 8 to 11. The Lord has clearly defined the road to the city of God. But the great apostate, the great enemy of God's people, has changed the signpost, setting up a false, a spurious Sabbath. And many people do not know this in the world today. That's why you need to be sharing, especially the next series that we're going to be doing. It's going to be very doctrinal. That's why... If God lays it in your heart, share it to your friends, share it to those in your in your community of influence. Let them know the devil is hiding the truth from their heart. 
God wants you to be a channel of light. The enemy of all good has turned the signpost around so that it points to the path of disobedience as the path of happiness. But friends, you cannot experience true happiness in disobedience. God has said, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord. Regardless of what, don't you fear God? Are people not afraid of God? How can you change what God has said can never change? I am the Lord, your God, I change it not. But the enemy is trying. He has taught to change times and laws, but many people are following him. My question to you, as I end now is true happiness is found only on the path of obedience to thus says the Lord. Would you follow on or would you follow the traditions of man? Would you follow what you are used to? Who would you serve as you think to follow after?